IME Executive Briefings, May 2023, Business and Management, China Dependence, by Adit Jain. The Dragon's Tale. Having suffered the agony of a breakdown in global supply chains during and post-COVID as parts of China remained shut for extended periods of time, corporate boards pondered over how they might manage the China risk. Coupled with supply chain issues, businesses are arguably concerned as to the impact of a potential war with Taiwan and the sanctions and counter-sanctions that might follow. Despite all the talk, it is quite clear that disentangling a China-pivoted supply chain will be hard and could take years. With a sharper focus on quarterly and annual scores, many CEOs will simply push the can along and not really worry about what will, in reality, be someone else's problem. Many companies are thinking through a China plus one strategy, with new capacities being created in Eastern Europe and Mexico. In any case, China's labor cost arbitrage no longer works, as wages have jumped over the course of the past five years. Consequently, new manufacturing locations that have robust infrastructure, low taxes, and an efficient and predictable judiciary are benefiting from the reallocation of capital, but China will continue to play a role for a long time to come. India's trade deficit with its neighbor is colossal and growing. The government would like very much to reduce this, and despite efforts to encourage domestic manufacturing, the deficit jumped from 40 billion US dollars five years ago to 100 billion US dollars now. It promises to keep rising in the months and years ahead. The bulk of Indian imports fall into a few categories, and as they're intermediate goods, critical for local manufacturing, they are hard to dispense away with. Leading the pack are electronic products, components, and assemblies, and topping the pecking order are cell phones. Despite some local production in India, the bulk of components are in fact imported. The second category constitutes automotive components and machinery. And finally, chemicals, including pharmaceuticals. Clearly, Chinese manufactured goods are cheap and consequently hard to substitute. What might work to encourage a relocation of production to India is the slapping on of import duties. But this is a hard act to pull off. There are several lobbies pulling in opposite directions, and our government is often preoccupied with other urgencies. For instance, India previously had sizable manufacturing in PV cells used in solar panels. Sadly, few businesses now remain, and imports from China constitute the bulk of supplies. Cheap imports killed the sector with billions in bad debt and thousands of job losses. Unless India works on a national consensus involving government, industry, and the entire political spectrum, disengagement from China will be quite impossible. Businesses will just not assume the risk of large investments in local production when competing with cheap imports, unless there is clear and unambiguous fiscal support that is guaranteed. Such policies cannot be subject to whimsical shifts in administrative priorities. The China link comes with risk. For instance, in the pharmaceutical sector, India imports bulk drugs that are used in the manufacturing of formulations. As it happens, 66% of these chemicals are purchased from Chinese manufacturers. If, for some reason, say political, these supplies were cut off, India's healthcare sector would be in trouble. In a polarized environment where free international trade is becoming victim to political moods, businesses should be prepared for shocks. China could constitute a serious one. Thank you.